and good day. This is Ken Grant. You are listening to As Time Goes By with Rich O'Brien. Now, here's Rich and his co-host, Raina Lucero. Thanks, Ken Grant. Wow, nice to have his voice. That's right. Refreshing. Yeah, it's good. Um, I'm here with Raina, as he said, and I'm just excited about our podcast because it gives us an opportunity, these podcasts, to, uh, to put words to an audio to what we could read in our papers and so forth. And I, I, so I was looking over the issue that has just come out, and I'm confused, and I know you can clarify for me a good deal of this because coming in as I have from afar, mm-hmm. there's an old Texas joke about there, but I won't go there, <laughs> um, that I don't understand the situation of the process with Excel Energy. I don't get it. And you know what's going on. So can you clarify, Raina? I can and, speak and, to... And by the way, mm-hmm. I, I should say, I think you're going to mention this. We don't want to get involved in a squabble right. here. Mm-hmm. We know there are difficulties and some misunderstandings or whatever. Mm-hmm. We just want to explain what's going on. That's right. It. Yeah. So um, I can speak to what I know. And um, so Excel is going to come in and they're going to put in the energy, uh, the transmission lines, which is going to power wind turbines. And that's going to happen um, in the east part of Cuyahoga County. And so I'm stuck already. Mm -hmm. You mean you have to have power for wind turbines? That's right. I thought the wind powered the power. Well, I think, I'm not exactly for sure how it works. I think, you know, you have to power the turbines, and then the wind that moves the the propellers, I'm not sure if that's what they're called, is what is then stored. So it it doesn't make sense to me, but I'm sure if we had someone come in and explain it, maybe we could find some sense in that. Oh, yeah. But so yeah, Excel's gonna come in and you know, obviously they're a large company, a large energy company. They have their hand in a lot of different, you know, types of energy. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna come in and I think this is, you know, like a two million dollar project. And it's, you know, I think oh. several hundred miles worth of transmission line that they're working on. They've started in some areas and now, you know, Kiowa County is into the um, in the mix now that they're moving farther along with these lines. And so I think that the issues that are coming up now is um, the line actually was rather close to the Sand Creek Massacre view shed, which, um, you know, the tribes felt that these towers that Excel will put up, and I wrote down some figures here, um, they're single pole structures, and they're going to be 105 to 140 feet high. And so um, some of the people with the Sand Creek uh, Massacre and who are associated with that um, feel like those towers will, you know, impede on the the view shed of Sand Creek. Oh, my. Yes. So I know that Excel has, at their last meeting, um, that they were here in Kiowa County last week, they announced that they have moved the lines farther away, I think maybe 10 miles farther away, um, from Sand Creek to help with this. Um, what that has done, though, is made some of the landowners upset because 
you know, where the line was originally going to be ran through people's farms and they were going to get, you know, land damages as well as, yes, mm-hmm. you know, and they were going to have to use permits to permit the land and that, oh. you know, the owners were going to get X amount of all of this money. So they may miss that now. Yes. And so when they move the line, you know, yeah. there's a good chance that they're no longer in that uh-huh. area where they're going to get that compensation. So that does have people upset. Yeah. Um, something else that has people upset is, um, you know, Sand Creek Massacre already has um, roughly 13,000 acres. Wow. Um, that's the site. The Sand Creek Massacre site is there. It's just under, I believe, 13,000 acres. And so, and that includes what their view shed is. The so view shed is what? Now? The view shed is when you stand at Sand Creek and you look, overlook, I think they call it Memorial Hill. Don't quote me on that. The when view you, shed. Yeah. When you look out, you know, where the massacre happened. Anything that you're that you can see, that is the view shed. Okay, that was a new one over here. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't want the train. The tribes don't want anything in that view shed that is not um, historically, you know, accurate with the time setting of when the massacre happened. Um, but that creates issues for well, a small county because then there's oil and gas. You know, things that can't happen. There's certain farming structures that can't go up because they are within that view shed. Even on you know, public or private land that's owned, if they put something up that would destroy that view shed, you know, the tribes could essentially come in and fight, you know. And it's not just, oh, you know, he said, she said, oh, we're gonna we're gonna sue yeah. you. We're yeah. talking, you know, legislation. You know, this is gonna go to a legislator to decide, you know, it's going all the way to the top because it's Federally, it's federal land. It's oh, government land. So it goes all the way to Congress. I, I believe so. I mean, it'll start with you know Colorado, but if it, it can eventually you know just travel all the way up. Um, another thing to point out would be that so the transmission lines that XL is putting in is the beginning, and once the line is done, then there will be another company that I don't believe it has been determined yet. That'll actually bring in the wind turbines. So and, and there are people, they mm-hmm. are people who do this all the time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. as we drive along, and I've interrupted, but as okay. we drive along, for instance, uh, up Route 40 mm-hmm. to Kansas, mm-hmm. up that way, you see them all over the place up there. So this, right. what we're talking about happening here is what's happened there. Yes. All yep. across the, the landscape, you might mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want to do the same thing. Um, but you know, if the if the tribes are worried about 105 to 140 foot single pole structures, then what happens when the company with the actual wind turbines comes in? And I looked it up just for reference, and a wind turbine is approximately 295 feet tall, which is almost the size of the Statue of Liberty. So if XL comes in, puts in all the money to put in this, you know, this line. And then another company comes in to build the wind turbines. Are we then going? Is are the tribes tribes then going to be able to say, oh well, that's even taller, so our view shed needs to be even farther. Oh. And so it, okay. it kind I of see. I think it would it would create just a snowball effect of oh well we're going to do this we're going to do that, and you know it's a tough it's a touchy it subject. It is. It is, and I and I think this helps though with talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, without taking your viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it helps people like me mm-hmm. who had no idea 
mm-hmm. how this worked. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope our listeners that, uh, that, that tuned in here have, have been able to understand some things. And right. That's, that's the whole point, isn't it? It is. <laughs> so we'll see what happens, won't we? That's right. We will we'll see. And I think the next several weeks and months will, you know, will provide you know, evidence one way or another, or what is right, what is wrong, and many people take their position on one side of the fence mm-hmm. or the other, and yeah. and we'll just have to, you know, we can report on it when as it happens. We will. Mm-hmm. We will do that, both in print and in the air. That's right. In the air. Yes. Uh, want to do something political? Sure. <laughs> I'm always up for politics. Just like that. <laughs> um, Hickenlooper. Yes. Senator from Colorado. Mm-hmm. Former governor yes. of our state uh, came through. Uh, I didn't see him. I didn't either. I didn't even know he was coming. So he didn't call on me. <clears throat> no. <laughs> I, I don't quite understand that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, so it was called a two-day whistle stop mm. tour of our area. Do you know anything about it? Or? I actually don't. Ah. I, all I know is that he came and he went, and and that was about it. So as far as the details, I'm not sure what happened. It, it was apparently to, to, to negotiate uh, a $1.2 trillion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember what nobody talked in terms of trillion. I know. Trillion bill uh, to deal with infrastructure. Mm-hmm. You know, we've heard about mm-hmm. this going on in mm-hmm. Congress. Uh, and I think they're just trying to get uh, people on board about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently, he went through Burlington, Grenada, Grenada, Grenada mm-hmm. Lamar, Holly, La Junta, and, mm-hmm. and Pueblo. And of course, he knows his way around the state. So, yeah. I just wondered about it. You know, I'm, I'm very concerned about this, this idea that we can just spend our way through whatever. Mm-hmm. Our, our debt as a nation is over. You know, much more than has ever been. Yes. Obviously, and it, apparently uh, there are those who don't really care, and they just keep doing it. I mm-hmm. know. I know mm-hmm. you agree with me on that. Uh, but then, if you if you think in terms of that, then what is the answer to taking care of the debt? And I don't I don't see anybody talking about the debt. No, I I don't think that I've even heard it be addressed. You know. How are we going to pay back all of this money? Are they going to tax us more? Because there's only so much. I believe it is because they can only tax the people and the businesses owned by the people so much before we can't provide. We can't make a living for ourselves or our families. So, you know, what is the answer to all of this money that's being spent? I don't know the exact figure, but I did see, you know, last week, maybe the week before that, you know, we've officially tipped another trillion, you know, point on that scale. And like you, I mean, I remember in the Bush days, they were talking about, oh, you know, look at the... Trillion. Yeah. They're talking about, oh, mm-hmm. we may reach a trillion. Yeah. And, and, and now it's, well, now, we've blown through that. And, we've doubled that up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just uh, concerned about that as, a, as a, an American citizen. Mm-hmm. I'm just concerned mm-hmm. that we would put ourselves in a position of being weak, Mm-hmm. Uh, on the international front, yes, I think we're already doing some of that. That's concerning mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people. So uh, you know, without getting too deep into political weeds, uh, I'm, I'm frightened about that as as a 
as a person who has to pay those bills, and, mm -hmm. and not like I have a lot to put in there, but, uh, but they'll get it, mm -hmm. whatever it is. You know, there was a time when, uh, historically, this is as far back as I can go, mm -hmm. but in the New Testament, when Jesus chose his disciples, he chose tax collector, and he also chose a zealot. Mm -hmm. Now, the zealots were opposed to the government. There was a, the, the Roman government that was in charge of mm -hmm. Israel at that time. And so here, here you have these guys, 12 of them, mm -hmm. that were following along and, and, and following Jesus wherever he went and performing uh, messages and, and uh, miracles and so on. And I often wonder, just something I thought about when we were talking about these political days mm -hmm. that we have, did these guys get into some debates, mm -hmm. arguments? Because the zealot, you know, he, he was a zealot. That's yeah. why I call him a zealot, mm -hmm. full of zeal. Yes. Know? And here's the tax collector mm -hmm. that, uh, that, in fact, I was uh, in a group once that was traveling for our college. And uh, my roommate, we were traveling all across the country. My roommate and I were reading our, our scripture for the night. Mm -hmm. And he read that place where Jesus appoints uh, or calls Matthew, the tax collector. And he said, you know, I have a hard time with that. I said, what? He said, it says that he got up and went with him. And just like that. And I said, what's the problem? Can you imagine, he said, somebody just picks up and follows because he asked him to? Mm -hmm. I said, he didn't ask him. He told him. Mm -hmm. and, and I said, besides, who was doing the telling? Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. That was it. I felt like Matthew just knew something was going on here. Mm -hmm. And he had to go. But anyway, that's a whole, that's a whole sermon. I don't go there, but the, <laughs> but the but the idea of of just spending ourselves in deeper and deeper and deeper just just sort of scares me. It so does we have me a, too. You wrote a piece about uh, the Air what is it Air Med Care Air Med Care Network. Yes. Yeah, and I I didn't know about that, but we have that already, <clears throat> don't we? If you live inside the Eats um, town the, limits, the city limits, mm -hmm. town limits, um, and so how does it work? I mean, if you if you go to the hospital here mm -hmm. and you have such a problem that it needs care now, right? There's no there's no time for the ambulance to take you to mm -hmm. Pueblo or to Springs mm -hmm. or to Denver or wherever, right? So they call, you call. So you go to the hospital, and if they determine that you need to be flown out, <clears throat> excuse me, flight for life, then. Um, yeah. At that time, you or your family member needs to make sure that um, you request that an Air Med Care Network provider is called. Now, there will be times where they can't come if they have, mm -hmm. you know, if all of their um, helicopters are busy um, transporting other and patients. They're all choppers, aren't they? Right, I believe so, yes. Uh, in this area, anyway. Um, but if they come and they transport you, they're going to take you to the closest hospital with the services that provide the services that you need, whether it be, you know, you have a limb that needs saved or 
um, towards you know, a life-threatening injury or illness. Mm-hmm. And they take you to the closest hospital where you can get that service. And Eads residents, because the town of Eads um, renewed that agreement with Air Med Care Network, um, Eads residents are automatically covered as long as the incident happens in Eads and um, you go to this hospital. Mm-hmm. Now you can upgrade um, with Air Med Care and you can go to Robin Fox at the city hall, at the town hall, and she can help you do that. Um, and they have a code where you'll get a discount because you're part of um, this community. Then, you know, if it happens in, you know, like say you're in Shine Wells or Lamar or, you know, even maybe in a different state, then you would be covered with the same benefits. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Sounds like a winner. It's a very good company. Um, I got to know one of their representatives uh, very well several years ago, and, you know, it's definitely helped a lot of people. Being flown out flight for life is a very expensive um, thing, especially even if you have insurance. Uh, even, my, with the even with regular insurance, it's very expensive. Oh. Uh, my dad had to be flown out flight for life um, one time several years ago. And with very good, you know, Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield insurance, you know, my mom got a bill that, you know, I hate to say, and she's still paying on. And he's oh. been and he's been gone for six years. Oh. It's sad because it's so expensive, it expensive even after yeah. insurance takes care of it. So, and with this Air Med Care Network, I might say that if you don't have insurance, because what they do is they work with your insurance. Mm-hmm. They say, okay, what is the insurance going to pay? We're going to pay the rest. But if you don't have that insurance, then you're only going to be billed at the Medicare um, allowable rate. So it's going to be a dramatically lower number than if they billed you as just an individual. It sounds like a winner. It is. If you need if you need it, you need it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean... Let's face it, it's there for a reason. That's right. And uh, I, I wouldn't hesitate at all if it, if it were, mm-hmm. uh, say, uh, affected my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you better believe it. That's right. I've got to ask, I, I mean, here's a question mm-hmm. uh, for whomever may be listening. Um, I think there's an awful lot to be covered in our community that people who are doing things, doing jobs, doing work, whether it's uh, blue collar, white collar, or whatever mm-hmm. collar, uh, I'd like to see them come in here and talk with us about these things. And, and uh, The best way for them to make a contact, would it be through the paper, or would it be through you, through me, or what, what, what would be the best way? I think if someone were to just um, contact the paper, the Kiowa County Independent, um, whether it's on their Facebook page or whether you come into the office and say, hey, you know, I'd like to talk to Rich and Raina, um, you know, mail a letter, write an email. Yeah. Um, anything like that, I think, would be the, probably the best way right now. In, know, in, in I, the future, I, we I might know have that if I call her, or, or, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting, but I, mm-hmm. I know that if I got somebody speak to me mm-hmm. and say, I'd like to do this, we could, I could work out something. Mm-hmm. Um, it is always a matter of working out a schedule because uh, we were going to have a guest today, but mm-hmm. time was of the essence in his experience and yes. ours as well. And so it's sometimes difficult to work those things out time-wise. Mm-hmm. And uh, you and I each have schedules. Right. Our guests would have a schedule. Mm-hmm. And so, it, so, so if a person would have a need that we could help with, 
Yes. Get the word out. Mm -hmm. Then please let us know one way or the other through the paper or through Raymond if he's here mm -hmm. or with me and you could contact Betsy Barnett. Uh, there are many ways to do it if you really would like to come in and talk with us. That's right. And, uh, we, uh, we would love to have you here and, uh, and discuss these things uh, because you may have a, a viewpoint that would be controversial, but that would be up to you. That's right. Mm -hmm. We're not going to set that table. Right. But, uh, mm -hmm. but if a person wanted to discuss a side, mm -hmm. now, I would prefer not to have both sides in at the same time. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because we're not set up. This is not Fight Club. That's a whole different That's thing. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, by the way, I want to mention that Fight Club uh, is going strong. Good. We're doing. We're enjoying uh, the guys that are showing up for this. And our next one, this uh, this will be here. Oh yeah, plenty of time. The mm -hmm. next one is the twenty first of February, Good. and it's on a Monday night at six thirty at JJ's restaurant. And somebody said to me, "What restaurant is that?" And I said, "The restaurant, <laughs> JJ's restaurant." Uh, and we love to have you guys. Just just come in. Uh, there's no uh, membership or anything like that. It's just, it's a meal time, and so you pay for your dinner, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Mm -hmm. But you menu, the menu is up to you, so Good. whatever you want. So that's about it for me, Grant, right now. Okay. But we'll come on again later as soon as we have something to talk about. That's right, yep. Uh, we will be back with more, and hopefully we can get a guest in here with us, and, and we can get a good, a good conversation going. That's what we want to do. Thank you, Raymond.